0: Welcome Welcome to to Big Big Natural Natural Talents. Talents. Hello, everyone, and hello especially to one beautiful girl in the audience, aka my laptop screen, Lauren Bonner. (laughs) I was going to say, who's in the audience? Like, because I don't—I'm not an audience member. I'm—I'm on the podcast.
1: (laughs) I was, like, someone? I was like, hey, Conchetta, but also I just want to say, hey, to the girl listening to this, I know it's kind of hard right now and you're out there, you're going for a walk and stuff, but it's going to be okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, but I guess right now that we've done this funny little bit already, and mm. we've not yet introduced our guest. No, he he's kind of in the audience yes. right now. Yes,
0: yes. Welcome to him, our one-man audience, and also our guest for today, Michael Hing.
2: Hello, Lauren. Hello, Conchetta. It's lovely to be here. <laughs>
1: It doesn't sound like... I, I don't believe you. Really? You're like, do you It's do lovely it again? to be here.
0: All <laughs> no. right. Uh,
2: hello, uh, Lauren, and also uh, Conchetta. It's a thrill... So glad to be here on your podcast.
0: Okay, and yeah. now you sound like a cuck who's obsessed with us. Tick, tick, tick. We love it. We love it. Yeah. All right, guns <laughs> to yes, your man, head, Michael please, Could please you just let st- me do- <laughs> Please let me do your podcast. Mistress, please. <laughs> 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 that cuts too close to stuff that we talk about.
2: <laughs> I haven't listened before. I don't know. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I know. No, it's fine. It's fine. We're actually so chuffed to have you here talking to us filthy. The little rats. How are you going? <laughs> How How's life?
2: Uh I mean life life like everyone in uh in wh- where we live in Sydney is uh mm. is, is wild and bad. Uh, I feel yeah. like I'm having a different kind of wild and bad to everyone else. Um, mm. most people are getting going a bit stir crazy cuz we're into week 12 of the lockdown and people aren't mm. leaving their homes. Uh, I have a radio show so I've been going to work every day. Yeah. And so it's a it's, it's a different kind of ad. A friend of mine listened to our show the other day that I do with Lewis Harbour on Triple J and he said that we sounded like the band on the Titanic. You know, just oh, trying to keep what? the vibe up as the fucking ship goes down, and I was like, "Yeah, that that's, makes that's sense." That's about us.
0: That's
1: great. It's been an honor playing with you, gentlemen.
2: <laughs> just trying to fucking maintain it's sanity been- in an otherwise really grim, depressing world we live in. But otherwise, pretty good. How are you both?
1: Oh yeah, you know, um, mm. we're all right. Same deal, but I guess mm. not going to work every day. But this that's is always- our work. This is yeah. Yeah. clock
0: in an hour a week.
1: <laughs> I'm at work right now. <laughs> Yeah, I guess like we've we've been joking about um, not having anything to talk about on the podcast, and yet we do often find little things. But you've got the, the daily afternoon drive show on the on Triple J. Like, what are you even talking about at this point?
2: Yeah, it's pretty, It's honestly, it's um. You you have to make your own fun. Like, we've been doing this for 18 months now. No, like, wow. I know it sounds fucking sad, but like, no one's releasing music. There aren't any cool, like, you know, celebrity oh interviews God. to do. Like, well there's, well, there's not none, but there's like fewer than there should mm. be. There's no music festivals. There's no huge comedy gigs. It's <gasps> been a ever since I, I started this job at the start of last year. And then, like, two weeks later, it was like, oh, the world's ending. Um, <laughs> so, like, literally for the last 18 months, we've just been like, it, it, the show has been about, what wild and dumb shit can we do yeah. to um to to make our own fun? Like um, I don't uh, mm. I I auditioned for Magic Mike, uh, the oh. stage show. Yes, I, um, I we yeah. were gonna
1: say actually, I'll stop you right there because oh, sure. <laughs> we um actually as fans and patrons of Magic Mike Live mm. definitely wanted to discuss that with you. So. Oh sure,
2: sure, sure. We can yeah, we can chat about that. Did you see um, the
1: show one night? Yeah,
2: in fact, um, so like. I don't know if where your listeners are, but if they're international, they might know what Triple J is. Triple J is like a, is like a music based radio station, and when you work there, you assume you're going to get like free free tickets to incredible gigs and music mm. festivals, and you get a party all the time. The <laughs> one. Thing that I've gotten free tickets to in my two years of working at this radio station is Magic Mike Live, the stage show. That's it. That's the only, <laughs> the only perk I've got is free tickets to a male strip show.
1: Well, well, I think that is a bit better than a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. I'll say it's that. true. No,
2: it's pretty fun. So have you both seen the show?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 we <laughs> loved it. We thought it was the greatest thing known to mankind oh. We, it's pretty funny. It's, it's pretty good, hey? It's just it was, like... It's entertainment. It's entertainment. It, it's entertainment. Yeah.
1: And it's in this, like, purpose-built arena. <laughs> it's and
2: a like marquee you, with mirrors everywhere.
1: Yeah, you think, like, why would they have to purpose-build a venue? And then you go there and you're like, well, this is why. To kind of create so, the best vibe of your life.
2: That's... <laughs> okay. So, I, I guess I was appreciating it on a... <laughs> purely theatrical level and mm. just the impressiveness of how it was. And, and and for me, it was like a 7 out of 10. Do you know what I mean? Like it was yeah. it was solid and good mm. with me being sort of a heterosexual person with no interest in the sexiness of the men necessarily. Yeah. Aside from just like, you know, it's nice to look at beautiful people, but like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. no real horniness behind it for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, you are too... Openly horny people. I what? hope you mind know me saying so. What?
0: Excuse <laughs> um, me. We are two chaste little butterflies who don't see yeah anything. Sure. Except you both I, tweet and- about your pussies. Not <laughs>
1: is <laughs> yeah. this the official stance of the ABC, Michael Hing? That you were saying I'm, is this?
2: I'm sorry. I'm what my my. my, my- I'm sorry, I don't be so Me
0: and my pussy are offended, okay? Oh my god. I,
2: I I wonder was it was the show a 10 out of 10 for you? How much or whatever it was? How much of that was the theatrics and the and the production and the, that and how much of it was the hotness of the of 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 the dancers?
0: Well, if I may speak so freely, if I may be so bold, but but I actually didn't have that much horniness because I famously don't really care about like rock solid, sexy, perfect looking men. If I wanted Mm. that, I could go for – What, Sam Taunton or um, who's... Let's let's rank
2: rank all the comedians in Sydney. (laughs)
0: Yeah, honey, we've done it, okay? (laughs) But, like, I don't care about that. So um, just like you, Hing, Mm. I was looking for... What impressed me most was the dancing. I mean, the dancing, I couldn't be further away from a dancer. I love the dancing, the Uh theatrics. I was interested in the MC and her credentials. I'm like, are you a Mm. comic? What background do you have? Are you an actress? But um, Lauren was sopping wet she was sitting in a pool (laughs) there is no evidence to
1: support these claims um no i I, like same i'm not even someone as well who's like obsessed with abs or something Mm. um i i think like the best part of it for me was like the energy because also Mm. like you said like it's been a crazy two years with covid and stuff Mm. this occurred in like the pocket of time where COVID was like chill enough that we could have like live events. We weren't yeah. meant to all have masks on in the venue, but everyone was drinking, so they were kind of down oh, a lot. Sure. And it was like in that time when there wasn't that much COVID and everyone was there. And also the crowd, it was like, I've just never seen so many excited, warning yeah. women. people were losing their
2: fucking minds. Yeah,
1: people were losing their mind. And like, I was like, it was one of those nights where I was like, money is no object. Like, mm-hmm. we are here at Magic Mike Live. Like, hello, yes, table service. I'm going to order a whole jug <laughs> of cocktail. Let's go on $100. I don't care. Put it on the card. Like, and it was just exciting. You got little bits of yeah. paper that you could oh. throw at them. And then oh, they just. Yeah. Like, it was just the whole
0: event. It was the event. And it I said to so Lauren, that's like my dream live podcast or stand-up audience is oh. that. Put me in that room with those girlies <laughs> like, and I would just go off. That would be my dream in yeah.
2: life. So you mentioned there the, the, the money. So if, if for people who haven't seen the show, it's a... It's it's sort of a wholesome strip show is kind of how I would describe it. Yes, um, it's a wholesome male strip show. It they, it kind of starts off in one way where you think it's going to be like a real, very sleazy kind of like uh, in your face kind of eroticism, mm. and then it, that's kind of undermined throughout the show theatrically, and then it it, it becomes it's like still beautiful and horny, but it's it's and it's very sexy, but it's not um, it's not as in your face. Mm. And you mentioned. The fake money they give you to throw at the strippers is like a fun bit during one of the um, the songs. That they gave me my my stripper dollars, and I went to pick them up to throw them, and as I did, I dropped them all over the floor like a real (laughs) fucking nerd. And so then, I was on the ground trying to like, well, I need to pick up my stripper dollars. (laughs) at the moment where they come to your table to jump on your table to dance at you yeah. and so the da- one of the, the dancers came over and i had at this point i hadn't met them and they're all really lovely guys uh wh- wh- I, 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 I was on the floor scrambling around trying to get the and he like whispered to me he was like hey man get back in your seat and i'm like no i'm trying to get the stripper money to throw at you he's like it's fine it's fake money i'm like okay cool thank you sir just like absolutely fucking cucked by this guy <laughs>
0: Oh, dear. So you did it. So you got to watch it once and then how long yeah, was your audition. training? Oh,
2: I have, I have one other tiny anecdote oh, I, that I think, I think you might appreciate it from, mm. from the actual um, show. The reason I asked you guys about how much you appreciated just the sexiness of it all is yeah. I went and saw it with uh, our radio producer and my radio partner, Lewis, and also my girlfriend, uh, Hum, came along and it was incredible the way that she – talked about the show pretending it wasn't, pre- like pretending she was enjoying it for reasons that weren't the fucking horniest. Of like, honestly, she was like, did you see that guy drumming? He was very good at drumming. I'm like, she was like, oh, the way, and then just, like, the way she was talking, she was like, oh, the way he was, like, pounding those drums. I was like, goodness, he's very good at pounding those drums. I'm like, you're getting... You're talking about getting fucked by this girl. That's what this is. <laughs> Admit <laughs> this it. Is not about drumming, okay?
1: The drummer was also, like, one of the hotter ones as well. Mm. Because if you, like, it's like the, what do they call it, like the cheerleader effect of, like, if you put, like, a whole, like, gang of shirtless men together, like the mm. collective kind of, you're like, oh, wow, they're all hot. But then when you examine them each individually – Some of them were not that hot. Mm -mm. Um, What's
2: this cheerleader effect? I don't think I know about this cheerleader effect. I'm not sure I understand this.
1: I wonder if it's like an actual thing or if it's like- A thing uh, you've made up. (laughs) Yeah, or if it's like a far right, like woman hating thing. What's the theory though? Oh, it's, like, a group of people, like, if you get, like, a group of young women together and there's, like, a few good-looking ones, like, mm. they all seem good-looking. Oh,
2: like, uh, like a, it raises uh, everyone's hotness. It, yeah. A, you can right, it okay.
1: It comes <laughs> so, about, like, the
0: collective hotness.
2: Right. So, when you, group. so, for example, if I was to go out with some friends, mm. a yeah. group of friends, I want a couple of really hot friends in my group to make me look hotter.
0: Yeah, like us. Just invite us
1: out. And, yeah. Sure.
2: Sure, okay. And
1: And we'll stand in front of you and like (laughs) cover your face with a bag and stuff. I
2: cannot imagine the person who would want to fuck all three of us. Do you know what I mean? I. I can. I reckon maybe you might get two or th- two out of three. But this, I yeah. can't imagine. A, I cannot imagine a single person who would look at all three of us and be like, "Yeah, I'll take all of it." Like, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's, a, do
0: do it, you guys come as a bundle? A trio, so like, ooh, can I?
1: Oh, can one of you is really kind of mucking it all? Well, it's because it's three distinct kind of areas. I think we're a good fuck, marry, kill. Maybe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you'd like to play fuck, marry, kill with Lauren, Conchetta, and I, feel free to only DM Conchetta and Lauren about it. Because honestly, my fragile ego can't take it.
0: You think my (laughs) ego can take it? Don't fucking message me if you're not fucking or marrying me. I don't want to hear it.
1: You guys can message me because I know I'm kind of marriage material. (laughs)
0: Wait,
2: actually that's a great way to play Fuck, Marry, Kill. Which Mm. would you rather be? Does everyone want to be married? Does everyone want to be fucked? Or does everyone want to be, what do you want? Wow. Because we're always playing it with other people. We never play it with ourselves. Guys, let's turn the camera inwards.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's what therapists should do. My psychologist next week should be like, Fuck, Marry, Kill. kill. Which
2: one are you, Lauren?
1: (laughs) Yourself. Which one? Because there's three choices in this life.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so yes, no, so I saw saw the stage show once. It It was really impressive. Um and then yeah, basically I I auditioned for Magic Mike Live because (gasps) it was kind of part of this radio bit where um again we hit there was nothing happening in the world we just need to make our own fun. But I'd sort of admitted to Lewis earlier that um about five years ago I was as a semi-joke nominated in a thing called the uh, Clear Bachelor of the Year Awards. Hell, yeah. And it had been a fucking disaster for me. <laughs> so... Um,
1: what was the fallout of that? Like, nothing, really. Nothing, nothing properly,
2: but just my humiliation. Just my... Yep. So I've talked about this in stand-up before. Basically, I went to... I, 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 they, they, I got an email from a lady saying, do you want to do this? And I was like, that's pretty funny. I, I think that'd get a, get a good story out of doing this. And then I turned up to the, like, photo shoot for it. And like uh, for people who've never seen me before, I'm like a pretty skinny Asian dude. I'm not like a, you know, I don't have a hot bot. I don't have a hot, bo- have a, a hot bod in either. Like even, <laughs> even in like a, even in a world in which nerds are sexy, I'm still not, you know. <laughs> so I turned up to this thing and that was when they told me that this photo shoot they were doing for the Clear Bachelor of the Year Awards, I, when I turned up is when they told me that it was a Magic Mike stripper themed photo shoot. <gasps> and so that hadn't been communicated to me earlier and I, I don't know if I – I probably would have just been more mentally prepared for it. I probably would have mm. – I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't have even turned up. I don't know. But at that point, they gave me this white T-shirt and then told me to stand in a kiddie pool uh-huh. and a lady had a bucket of water and she threw a bucket – she would just throw buckets of water at me standing in a kiddie pool while the photographer blasted hip-hop music oh. and took photos of me, right?
1: Oh, my God.
2: Um, like throwing buckets of water at me like I would, like like she was washing an elephant. You know how they like <laughs> – <laughs> actually, like at like the fucking beach when they're trying to like – Keep it yeah. keep, keep a whale alive. Like, or
0: but I'm, I'm picturing a really hot pick. Famously water men suits, <laughs> white shirts, it's like goes off. Are you telling me like, did it come out fugly? Uh, did it come out hot?
2: It, I think it actually was the opposite of the cheerle- <laughs> cheerleader effect in many ways. Because when you saw when you when you were seeing flipping through the magazine and seeing all the, the sort of hunky bachelor is on offer, yeah, uh, I, I I really stood out as a um as a, as a real beta male. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the guy I lost to was like an AFL football, like a professional football. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, but wait, Hing, is this a photo we can like
1: track down? Yeah, it's on uh, his Instagram. And they're actually like, I'm going to say they're not that bad. But I mean, I'm also only viewing it in the context of your Instagram feed, not in the context yes,
2: exactly, of a exactly group yeah. of yeah. hot when, men. when you saw everyone else's rippling muscles and you saw me, it was quite, <laughs> com- it was quite funny to look at. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't regret it because it was pretty funny. Anyway, of course, I'd let that, I'd, I'd let Lewis know about that earlier. And so it, this was sort of me auditioning for Magic Mike. The stage show with the help of the strippers and then the dancers mm. was sort of about in part it was me overcoming my demons from uh, that early humiliation. <laughs> it
1: was a redemption. So when yes, you exactly. met all the guys, like Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is there any like cause we actually had are they a story single? What are they doing? This is a story. No. We had a story. I can't remember who told us, but someone told us that like um <gasps> their friend like DM'd one of the um The Magic Mike guys, and she ended up, like, sleeping with him.
2: Hell yeah. Yeah. Did
1: you, like, was there anything exciting about that experience, like, learning the dance or, like, did you get any goss from them? They seemed
2: pretty party ready, if I'm honest. They were ready to party. (gasps) Wow. Um, There was a mix of dancers there who were interested in women and who weren't, so there was a a mix of different, you know, all kinds of people who were dancing. A lot of them are just, just very professional, very kind, very patient people also, like, but. What was wild was like we saw the show on like a like a Wednesday night or Tuesday night or something like one of their like weekday shows, right? And there were people after the show like waiting around, being like, <gasps> as soon as they come out here, here's what we're we're gonna like we're gonna fuck like people oh, like in the God. crowd were like,
0: of course, like, messaging
2: them on Instagram on a Tuesday, being like, hey, do you want to do you want to hang out or whatever? Yeah, Aww. and so I can only imagine that on like a Friday or a Saturday, it must just be like. It must be wild. A
0: gangbang out the back. Wow. (laughs) But
2: I don't think all of them are necessarily internet. I think, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, cast them all like that. But they all, yeah, they were all pretty cool. Cool that would dudes.
0: that would be the one I fantasize about, like the one who's like not interested in like the hordes of women and only wants to like sit, <laughs> sit by a fire with one lady, and then somehow it's me. Like he spots me in the crowd and yeah. he's like, "Whoa, <laughs> she's got curly hair.
1: Who's this?" And he's like, "I'm actually a trained dancer. I went to Juilliard and I took this gig kind of on a win because i am going to pay for my little sister's leg surgery. She's got a third leg and it needs to be cut off. This so is the only. I've got to dance my way to pay out of this debt." It's
2: like they, they, it's a pretty good gig for them, though, because mm. they were doing like what seven sh- nine shows a week, whatever it was, for like two years or something. Oh, yeah, like, what other dancers are getting that kind of work it's in oh. in Australia? It's pretty cool.
0: Also, you yeah. know what I want to know? What is Channing Tatum's involvement in this? Because in my head, he's directed it, he's conceived it, he's like from mm. top to bottom. But I like- think
2: he, I think he was involved a little bit. He certainly appears in it as a as a voiceover.
1: yeah he's um he's like an executive producer i think so he did actually play like a big hand i think in like working on like the design for like the arena and like the concept Mm. but then he does step away but i think i read as well that like he has like popped in to some of like the u.s shows (gasps) like when they did it like vegas or something it was like a surprise i would if he i would i was already freaking out (laughs) can you even imagine if channing tatum came on for pony like i would I don't even know what I'd do. And
0: I would would shit. She'd piss, I'd shit. And that's why we're a perfect team. (laughs) So we're co-hosts. Oh, my God. Okay, we can't, like, talk about Magic Mike Live this whole. podcast. (laughs) Let's put it behind us. Congratulations to you, King. You did it. You're a sexy hunk. And that's that's that on that. (laughs) That's that on that. Um, you mentioned
1: you had some gossip, some comedy.
2: Oh yes. Specific well, goss. I know you. I know. You, I know you like to talk about gossip on mm. on this podcast. I had yes. a a run in with a, a famous comedian that I thought you, I might like to share with you guys. Oh, it's yeah. Um, now you're obviously comedians, the two of you. You're also fans of comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, are you fans of the comedian Dave Hughes at all?
1: Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Sorry, I think, like I think the before, before
2: you give gossip about any male comedian I think I need to say this is the non cancelable Um, this is the oh, non canceled yeah. category. I don't want. To, I, don't, I didn't come on. Um, I didn't come on. Big natural Towns to like blow the lid on something.
1: Yeah, God, I'd be mad if you did. I'd be like, King. I don't want this in my hands. I don't want to be the girl that that did this. Like, that's not my job. No, it's,
2: sorry. This is like a fun. This is like a fun, funny story that about. It's fun. About,
1: about, it's about quirky. Movies. I've um, yeah. I've only met him a few times but he's always been very, very lovely whenever yeah. I have met him. He
2: seems he seems like a, a cool from from my yeah. very minimal experience with him. He's mm-hmm. much more famous than, than than successful than me. Obviously um I've yeah he seems like a real cool dude. Um I was in Adelaide oh, was it last year or the year before whenever the of the last festival was and was getting to do some gigs which was lovely and did a pop-in show where Dave Hughes popped in and he crushed. He just yeah, destroyed because yeah. he's he's beloved yeah. in Adelaide and around mm-hmm. the country. Just mm. really crushed. The MC then came in and I was next. And the MC brought me on by saying Oof. the next comedian, well, he isn't Dave Hughes. <gasps> and then walked on and then I came out just <laughs> fucking brutal. It was fun. That's like the so gig that's brutal.
1: Who was MC? That's the uh, real dropped. Yeah,
2: James someone? I don't know. He was... He's
0: cancelled.
2: James. I I don't know him very well. But anyway, I think he was trying to do a funny bit. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's not the point of the story. The story is the next night I was at... You guys have done Adelaide, right? Um, No, no, actually. No, okay. There's this this venue at Adelaide called the Garden of Unearthly Delights, which is... Right up your alley, I imagine. Uh, yeah. And it's sort of this like weird <laughs> carnival Chocolate thing.
1: fountains and stuff, yeah. that's what I'm Lots picturing. Of people just like
2: sucking and fucking in the bushes. It's, you know. <laughs>
1: it's like the a last days of Rome situation. Yeah.
2: People um, eating out figs and stuff, like their pussies, oh, you yeah, know, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Honey dripping, yeah.
2: <laughs> so uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a kind of a carnival atmosphere, but they do comedy gigs inside it. And there's kind of a backstage artist area of that. And I went back there to hang out with a few comics who were there. And I noticed when one of the tables, Dave Hughes was sitting there and I'd never really spoken to him or met him before, but we'd had that gig the night before. So I just wanted to go and say hi and be like, "Um, hey, that was, I don't know if you know this, but like last night this guy, this MC did this thing. I thought you might find it funny. And when I went up behind him, I realised that there was like four or five other comedians who were around there. And Dave Hughes was just like ranting about um, a, a Person who had done some business with him in the industry and how they'd waste a lot of his money. And he's like, Oh, they're paying money. Like, you're doing obviously his voice. He's like, yeah. They're putting the me on the side of trams. I've already sold that. Like, they're paying money for these ads for trams, but I've already sold all the tickets. This is a waste of money. And like, it's like, he's like, he was doing it in a way that was like, it was like, clearly quite frustrated, but also because it's Dave Hughes and his voice is the funniest voice for comedy yeah. ever. Everything he was saying was genuinely so funny that i was like doubled over laughing he was like yeah they're putting me on the side of trans. and i'm like i'm Hughesy. i don't, they don't like they don't need to see me on the trans. they know who i am i'm on the radio i'm on the tv i'm Hughie." like just this amazing. unhinged rant <laughs> losing and and i sat down and was as he kept going and going and he's going for like five ten minutes at this point and everyone's losing their shit laughing because he's just so angry about this wasted money and he's like he's like These shows sold out weeks ago and they're still putting ads in the paper. Who are they advertising to? It's just saying, good luck, (laughs) cunt, you can't get a fucking ticket to Hughesy. And it's just the funniest thing in the world. And so we're all like doubled (laughs) over laughing because this is so funny. At which point, Hughes just goes, Why are you all laughing? I'm reaching out for help here. (laughs) I realized that Dave Hughes's voice is like. It's like that. You know that that fairy tale of King Midas where everything he touches turns to gold? Yes. Gusy's voice is like that for comedy. Like anything he says in that voice is just innately very very funny because he's yeah. got a funny voice. Yeah. But it means that he can never oh ever god. ever be serious or be taken seriously. Oh my like, god.
0: What a he curse. He can never be truly vulnerable. Exactly. He's like, because he's like everything's sharing- a
2: fucking joke.
0: Yeah, he's like trying to talk to his wife and she's like doubled over laughing. She's like never <laughs> had a serious moment with him. <laughs> and and he's own. like, I cheated on you. I'm coming clean. And she's like, you're killing me, you're killing me. <laughs> like, please, hold me accountable.
2: And obviously um, like he's fine. Like, you know, he's rich yeah. and successful. He'll be fine. But it's just very funny to imagine him in like, yeah, exactly. Having a familial moment or like. You know, in therapy or whatever, try yeah. to have a vulnerable moment. It's like, you know, good oh stuff. Oh my
0: God, that is so good. And I swear I've like heard a version of that story or just heard mm. the, 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 what do you call it? Not the aura, but, like, the, yeah. the story the of, legend like, of the legend, yeah. yes. The tale of Husey <laughs> complaining about wasted money and, like, yeah being a total boy boss, I would say. He's <laughs> a boy boss. I think it's because, like, he has
1: so, he's so successful now. He has so much money, but, like, he wasn't, mm. he's not someone who was, like, born into that kind of money maybe. Totally. So that's, like, yeah. he almost totally. has this reputation for being,
0: like, what are you wasting all this money for? <laughs> you know, I can picture Lauren doing the exact same thing in a couple oh, of years. Yeah. She is yeah. the most frugal woman I've ever known. Whereas really? me I, Whereas me, I'm like, put him on put me on the tramp, put me in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> money lasts forever. It doesn't matter. But Lauren what's is like the, no, no, What's no, going no. on with that? That's Lauren. Ched,
2: what's the in this lockdown, have you done like a dumb lockdown purchase? Have you wasted like a stupid amount of money on something? Um In the last couple of I months? I think
0: every purchase I've made there are a lot, but all mm. have been perfect.
2: There's <laughs> none you not your regret? not a single one? <laughs> yeah,
0: like I don't think I um, have. You been, haven't, not that I can think of, you haven't yeah. done anything that crazy. Right, um, yeah. Just mainly like things to make me feel better, like a nice like dress. And and generally oh, sure. they've, they've just sort of turned out fine. I can't think of anything crazy except for the story where I was like trying to sell something to a woman in, where was she? Um, Byron Bay. Byron Bay. And she was. Just like had all this trauma of like thinking I was gonna like steal from a catfisher. And I was like, honey, like I'm, I've only ever been scammed. I'm never the scammer. I'm too honest. Like I'm too open. Other than Always that, the
2: scammed, never the scammer. Yes,
0: the scammer. Except the other day when
1: I did have to talk Conchetta down from the ledge oh. from like buying literally every single product this influencer recommended yeah. in one second. What were you and gonna buy? Like, just
0: like this influencer who talks all about like skincare, hair care, and uh. and she's like, you know, I just was like, okay. My next $500 paycheck, I've got to get all this. I was like, oh, I'll man. just, I've got to clean it out. Like, I'm getting money. I'll just do that and then I'll like be beautiful. Like, it was so, so This
2: lockdown. Yeah. No, I totally understand it. Cause this lockdown, I have been spending a bunch of time. I guess, like, watching ads more. I don't know why. (gasps) Yes, we're all on our
0: phones more, maybe. Yeah,
2: I guess. I guess, But I don't know, like, on Instagram or, or like, on Mm. Facebook or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I guess because I'm looking for anything to do, right? Yeah, yeah. And so when something comes up in my Instagram feed or whatever, I'm more likely to watch it because I don't have anything else in my life right now because everything's empty. And it's meant that the algorithm has really nailed (gasps) – everything that i want oh my and it's god. really dangerous now because every time i open my phone now i'm just like oh yeah that's a great idea the other day and i want to tell you i didn't do this <laughs> but i almost spent 400 on a spinning top because oh my god which is so fucking bad see that's but it was bad this- it was it was made of titanium, which I think is a very funny thing to say. Ooh. It's a very funny metal, titanium. It was it was a deep blue in color, and it okay. came with its own um, beautiful base that you spat, spat it on. And wow. the promotional video kind of harked back to that um, uh, that Christopher Nolan film uh, Inception, Inception, where there's a spinning top, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> and it's like. It's like there's no, probably no one in the world would ever buy this, but if anyone was going to buy this $400 spinning top, like I'm the fucking idiot who would do yeah, it. And yeah. this, but the fucking algorithm <laughs> has found me and it's just like, oh, this is – and so I, every day I come closer to wasting 400 oh. Australian dollars on a oh, fucking useless spinning top God. and I can't it, control myself.
1: Is it marketed like a mindfulness tool or something or like a fidget, you know, but <laughs> it's, it's like – it's
2: marketed. Um, no, it's marketed, as a, As a calming device for people on the um, yeah. autism no. spectrum.
1: Yeah, no. it feels like a sensory thing. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, for real. <laughs> and I and I have you know doctors' opinions of, of about me have um, varied <laughs> in the past about where <laughs> I sit on that spectrum. <laughs> it's like, a lot honestly, of people I saying so many, I get so many ads for like that, like spidget spinners oh and like God. calming sensory things, like all that kind of stuff, and it's specifically marketed at. Um, you know, neuro- neurodivergent people, and it, all of it looks so fucking good to me. Oh my and God. So, if, in terms of if the algorithm was a, a psychological or a, a, a mental health professional or a psychiatric professional, the algorithm would be like, yeah, man, you're on the fucking spectrum to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the diagnosis that the algorithm has so- given me. That
0: is so funny because, like, like, I wouldn't even have conceived buying anything like that. And also, that makes me think of <laughs> Lauren, this involves you. Ben, Ben is the kind of guy. I mean, you've got the excuse of like you need this for like your anxiety or whatever the hell. But it's, like, no, I ben. don't need
2: it. I absolutely or, don't. Or like, need you're, it. it's you're just, in- it's just, I see a beautiful blue object, I'm like, I could buy that.
0: Oh my god! Well, that's Ben with like stupid bullshit things that he like gets inspired for like a sketch. And one thing he bought recently, <laughs> Lauren, is what? that. Is this, you know, those, oh those, yeah, those birds, those oh, like the I mean, drinky
2: birds, the birds the drinky.
0: Drink. Yeah. That's like the Simpsons, like that bird that like tips over mm. and taps yeah. on the keyboard. Yeah. Out of yeah. the blue, Ben's like, I, I'm getting this bird. Whereas me, like every day I'm looking at dresses, I'm like, oh, I'm getting this on a discount. Ben has like, okay, I'm getting a bird. And then I, I somehow, it was like a photo of Ben with a bird. And Lauren, what did you say? Yeah. And then I saw that Ben like had this. This silly bird thing. And I was
1: like, if someone put a gun to my head and was like, <laughs> name someone who has one of those <laughs>
0: drinky, tippy birds, I would birds. be like, Ben costume It's Ben Like Ben Has it written all over him This man is buying It like a nurse costume He's buying like A silly bird He's buying like A fedora hat From eBay That takes 10 weeks To ship it From the Ukraine Like that's What Ben Like men are crazy Like a girl just wants Like a nice skirt And a guy's like I need this like Set of blah blah Just Mm. men. It's weird little things I bought like I mean
1: I'm very frugal And careful with money But I do like buy a lot of shit. That's what's your? For sure. What's been
2: your biggest splurge in lockdown in re- in recent times?
1: I'm trying to think. Like, I don't. I haven't been that. I mean, I recently bought like um quite an expensive bikini, mm-hmm. um that is yet to come because it for is for all that made time to-
2: you are allowed to be outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was like the crazy because that was even like. I do not even know that we would be allowed to go to the beach. I am more than five kilometers away from a beach, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna bite the bullet and buy this $180 locally-made. Uh, $180 locally made.
2: for a bikini? Is, uh, I, know. I actually don't know what a bikini is usually worth. If you were just going to like s- sports girl to buy a bikini, yeah, what would be, you pay?
1: What, you could thirty, yeah, you can get them right. for thirty dollars, and so they're what, perfectly fine.
2: So this $180 bikini, was there anything about that? Look, is it is it a brand you like? Is it
0: yes. Just no but, logic there, to it. It's just really. usually like it's made better. I yeah. reckon you would tell mm-hmm. the difference between like a Glassens one versus like a very well-made one. And I think swimmers sure. famously you just wear them in and out every summer. They'll like last. Yeah. So I yeah, like, right. don't think that's atrocious for Lauren for a yeah. girl. It's not. Yeah, it's not that
1: crazy. And I didn't buy any swimmers last year either. And also these are like eco-friendly. Whatever this that they're like made in Australia, local organic, you know, you
2: support, know. support What is it about business? the two of you that makes you so different in terms of your attitudes towards money then? Like, mm, obviously, if, Chet, if you're someone who likes to, like, just fucking throw cash around and, yeah. Lauren, you're like, do, do, what is it, like, because you, you have, like, quite similar personalities in other ways, but this is an yeah. interesting point of difference.
0: Well, we had a pilot for a thing that we were working on, which we, like, wrote characters based kind of on ourselves that are exaggerated, mm. and I think... And- we yeah. do still have that pilot written, and it's very funny, if and it's ready
1: to shoot. Um, and we've got a director on board, and we are ready to go, and we're
0: ready to roll. So let us know so if you've got the funding. Production for Production companies, if
2: anyone wants to get involved, yeah. Screen Australia, if you're listening, please. Yeah,
0: at us. Um, but we this we like tapped into the same thing in it. But one thing is like how I was brought up was mm. like middle class. Um, But my father was really controlling of finances and money. So, like, I I mean, I went to a good school. I, like, generally had whatever was needed but never my own – Right, money, so spending if that money for you is
2: like is like almost like a transgressive um, point of freedom because you're um, like because you're able to take control back over this thing that you traditionally didn't have.
0: But also at the same time, I don't think I had the normal childhood where like they're like go get a job and understand the importance of money. Like oh, I right. okay. I just was very sheltered, and so as soon as I got like a job, I would like get money and then I would spend it. I'm like mm. oh my god, I can spend it on whatever I want, and there's like no. And so I was just having this breakthrough with Lauren now where I'm, like, coming to a place where, you know, I'm, like, doing comedy to, like, (gasps) be my career in my life. I'm, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm changing my relationship to money where I, like, yeah, you got to hold on to it. I'm only now being, like, money is important, like, to be an adult.
2: uh, Lauren, I guess you grew up in, like, what, like a pit? You know.
0: Yeah, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like
1: um, it's like a hole in the ground, and I went to public school, and so every dollar I had would, I knew it would be my last. So <laughs> no, I don't know. I guess it's like I, I feel like I'm, I'm like lucky. I feel naturally good at money. Like mm. I'm just not have always been okay at it. But it's also like maybe it's like the two different. I feel like the two kind of most divergent ways of thinking about money is like one person who's like, I have this money and that means I can like spend it because I have it and like I might not ever have it again and like Mm. I can do these things and I have all this money so why wouldn't I use it? And then the other half, the other side is like being like, I have all this money. I may never have money again. (laughs) This may be the last money I ever make in my life. So let's make sure that we don't, Yeah, like I, I feel very uncomfortable if I don't have like a, a buffer so, at all yeah. in my bank account. Because also like I've been freelance, you know, comedian slash on Centrelink during lockdown like for two years or something now. So yeah. it's like you never know how I don't have a regular paycheck, so I need to make sure that I've got I'm gonna have stuff. I don't and know. Luckily you
2: I, got these big podcast dollars rolling in now. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Ah, big time.
1: yeah. I don't that's know. Right. Money is complicated. Money though. When is I am, complicated. I'm obsessed mm. with it, and I'm always trying to, you know, invest
2: in. Oh, really? Have you got any good scams going now, or not scams, schemes, or scams?
1: Schemes <laughs> or scams? Not really many schemes or scams. My um, and I don't like. I have like a little bit in like cryptocurrency, <laughs> which is um, probably like a trigger word for a guy like you, Hing, <laughs> a guy's spinning in the crypto? spinning top community. <laughs> <laughs> Two spinning tops in the crypto world i'd, I'd imagine
2: a hundred percent yeah um, no, I've, because, I've, I've gambled i've gambled a bit on crypto as well yeah.
1: well yeah like it is gambling um yeah, and then i have other money in like just like um this app called raise which is like micro investments in like
2: oh sure like ETFs rounding up, it's like, one of those ones where it's like it's like you buy a coffee three dollars fifty and it rounds it up to four dollars and puts that money in and puts yeah 50 cents it, in the thing. yeah, yeah.
1: Right. it rounds it up but then i put extra money in there and i've actually had like really good returns so. hell yeah that's going well, Conchetta.
2: I have your eyes have immediately glazed over yeah. as soon as we started talking about anything that wasn't like buying Sorry. bikinis and spitting tops. Yeah,
0: yeah. You I know, was really like, just
2: like, guys, <laughs> unless we're talking about buying drugs and dildos, I don't give a shit. Actually, yeah. My
0: brain, I was like in the Balenciaga store in my mind while you guys were talking. I was like, mm, I want that bag, la, la, la. But no, I have now become interested. Like, I just decided for my personality is like I actually want to get into like feminist women talking money podcast being like what are the girlies girlies put your money into property like I want to start learning about that and then make that a part of who I am because wow, you want to go full girl boss I want to go full girl boss I want to go full in 2021 you, you dare to be a girl boss in 2021. I dare to walk backwards <laughs> I, dare to, you dare. I dare to regress and I don't care but it's like not cool for me to like not care and understand the importance mm. of it however Have I been making a few purchases? I love to buy things on Facebook marketplace and I justify it by being like, I'm getting this dress at like half the cost. I'm like, everything's, I'm getting a second hand. It's mm. going into my personality, not my personality. Why do I keep saying that? I'm going, <laughs> it's going into my like life to make you feel better. Like I do believe that dressing better correlates with making you feel better and like showing up for the day. But mm. do you need to do that every day? And does the Westpac <laughs> online survey questionnaire say that I'm an emotional spender? You better believe it, Queenie. Lock it wow. in. <laughs> so I've really got to I didn't like, know, oh. I didn't know
2: that the, um, <laughs> I think you're outsourcing some of your therapy to the Westpac quiz now as well.
0: <laughs> they know me. They know me, okay? <laughs> you gotta
1: do the quizzes. Except we were talking about this as well on another episode, but it, I think it was on our Patreon. Mm. Um so Which is new? Te- which a teaser for that. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Um but we were talking about like, yeah, there's it is a new genre of like podcasts, which is good. I think like there's like financial empowerment for women and stuff, which is a good thing. But so many of them like feel so abstract to me and Conchetta. And then, like, I guess you have a more regular job. But yeah, totally. if, if you're in the arts, like, it, your income is so crazy. Like, when you try to listen to those, they're like, save 20% of your paycheck, which we're sure is $80,000 a year. And then you can go on holidays. And it's like, I yeah. want like the finance podcast from like that woman who was on a current affair that was like scamming Centrelink or something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> They're you like want this tips woman by someone
2: who knows how to like work the system that you're <laughs> yeah. in, that you're a part of. Like I there's want no the
1: point crafty. It's like,
2: yeah, totally. It's like those people who like you know how it's like people who are getting like it's like how when you go to try and get fit or something, right? And you go to talk to a trainer and the trainer is giving you tips from me, from my perspective, the trainer yeah. is giving you tips that are way beyond where you're yeah. at in your life. Yes. And like, okay, so look, we're going to do leg day, then arm day. We don't want to do two leg days in a row. Cause obviously the atrophy, and you're like, whoa, whoa, buddy, <laughs> Take I'm turning up. That's step one is I'm, t- I'm here. <laughs> That's where I'm we're here. Right now.
1: Okay. Now how do, how do I walk? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, I don't
2: know how to use the machines, bro. You got to start me up. A- <laughs>
0: Wow, very, very true. Oh my mm. God. I've gotta I've gotta go invest. <laughs> you've gotta go invest, babe. I've been telling you. You've gotta go invest.
1: But then again, like I will be like talking all this shit about how I'm doing all these things and I've got savings and I'm careful. Two things. Have I paid myself superannuation in the past two years? No. No, I have not. Second thing: Have I done my taxes even in the past two years? No, no, I have not yet. Mm,
2: so okay, okay. We
1: we're all are learning. We're all growing. We're growing, and everyone has their demons, and you that's know, can, something I say a
2: lot. <laughs> consider if I could um, be so mm. bold as to uh, <laughs> is, is, as to suggest something to you, if you want oh to be God, a girl please. boss in twenty twenty one, right? Please don't make this a
0: joke answer. Please, but, be but you serious. feel a bit
2: cringy about like about, um, I guess, uh, accepting the traditional structures of capitalism that have kept so many people um, down yeah. for millennia, what about if you engaged in some sort of like, what I would describe as like feminine scamming, I guess, is what I want to, feminist scamming is probably what I want all right? So it's like- you, the way for you to get rich isn't by working hard or investing or dealing with, because there's no ethical consumption under capitalism, right? No. Ca- capitalism. But mm-hmm. you you are someone who could go out there and, you know, find some fucking, you know, some fucking moron to take advantage of. Some, probably, some straight white man to take advantage of, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, get that, get that cis dollar, you know? Take that fucking, how? take employees work. And then how? you get rich and you also, you got, what do you mean how? Just a little, a little bit of crime, you know? A little bit of fraud. You know, I don't blackmail. We're talking. I think you know. blackmail, threats. You know, hold a gun (laughs) to his head, rob him. You know, we should get.
1: We need like a big fish. You know, we need to catch like a Murdoch.
2: Yeah, like um, take photos of Elon Musk's dick and you know threaten to uh, leak or what or whatever. Okay, Okay. you know. Mm
0: Hmm. Mm -hmm. I've got to get rich quick. No. Ethically, yeah. not ethically. Seize the
2: means of control. Exactly. You know, you're wasting time trying to invest in crypto and and Vanguard and you know ETF. Oh. Who cares? <laughs> you Ooh, know,
1: someone's been on our Oz finance. I can see. <laughs> uh, I've uh,
2: recently I've recently um, registered a TikTok uh, account, and boy, do people want to tell me what to do with my money on TikTok?
0: <laughs> yes.
2: And they're all fucking dumb. <laughs>
0: So you're yeah. saying to be a girl boss, I don't have to read the Barefoot Investor. Exactly, I just
2: you know. You need to blackmail the Barefoot Investor. That's what you need to do. Him.
1: We need to be like Girlbus Elizabeth Holmes style, which we exactly have talked about. Exactly,
2: you need to page. be theranosing this shit. You know, the, yeah. so you've invented a new blood technology or whatever the fuck she did.
1: We've invented a new technology that actually can test your pussy juice with just one drop. Oh, dude. Fuck. What would you you be testing it for? We're testing it for um, all of the kind of qualities that um, would indicate that you are a, a girl boss and have in possession of WAP.
0: And, Great, they, okay. and they and <laughs> they test it like they test it, what I learned in Year 7, how they test mangroves and they, like, test the acidity with those little <laughs> things and it's all the different colors. Oh, the, the pH. The sh- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I've always wanted to know the pH level of my pussy.
0: I never thought I'd be talking about this with Michael Hing in the room. That's but you know, my, the next message Hing gets from me is like a multi-level marketing
2: yeah she's like hey um my cousin just got back from Bali and she's got these vitamins and I think you could really use thing." I'm like okay cool yeah. and then like Concetta's like she's like hey it'd be really um great if you could support a young woman in comedy by like <laughs> Buying some of my vitamins. I'd be like, oh, sure, man. <laughs> like, that's my fucking, <laughs> like, how I get done. Like, oh, yeah, no, if, if this will help me help Conjetta, of course. Yeah, literally. let me buy a thousand million dollars of your fucking vitamins. <laughs>
1: Fast forward like two years, you're in a green room, you walk in and Husey is at the table holding court (laughs) and he's like, "She spent so much money on all these vitamins. I'm being scammed. I I thought I was supporting a woman in comedy. I sold the house. I had to sell the house I bought on the block. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I'm Husey. I don't need vitamins.
0: (laughs) Oh, what a banger. Oh, oh, I'm sick. feel sick full. with joy. Um, should we should we go to some listener gossip? yet, yeah, Liza. We could because yes,
1: it's a bit of a long story. Unless, Hing, do you have any other piece of gossip that you wanted to throw out? No, I would also- love
2: to hear some. Uh, I would love to hear some listener gossip. Gorgeous. Please. Okay.
1: This is a longer story, and it's like a bit classic. It's a bit spicy. It's about a classic workplace, which is <gasps> boost juice oh um Fuck. speaking of girl bosses janine mm-hmm. what's her name girl boss of boost juice you know her no yeah, they're
2: fucking loaded
1: what she's it, i think because boost juice was started by this lady whose name mm-hmm. is janine i don't know her last name mm-hmm. i feel like she was maybe on shark tank but she kind of is an original australian girl boss so yeah cool we anyway. love this is actually not even that much about Boost Juice. It just takes place. That's just the setting. <laughs>
2: just <to> paint, <laughs> for painting colour and shade.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just so you know, like we're not going to – this isn't a defamation situation. <laughs> so this listener writes to us, um, they were inspired by us telling our stories of working at McDonald's that we got from someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is from when they used to work at Boost Juice. So she was 18 at the time, and this guy used to come in most days. So a Boost Juice regular. We <laughs> yeah. love to see it. <laughs> A man that knows what he wants.
2: He's a got- healthy king.
1: <laughs> Money to spend, mango magic. <laughs> um, and they all used to call him hot trady dad because he was pretty attractive Yum. and looked to be about mid to late 30s. He had like a wholesome dad energy um, and he always used to chat to her, but she didn't think anything of it because she was naive as hell. Okay. And
2: she's quite um, young. When the story happened, she said she was quite young, right?
1: She said she was 18. Okay. Yeah, okay. Very so young. younger
2: than mid to late 30s.
1: Yeah. So, and like you know when you like work in a place like there's like camaraderie and if there's like a regular customer who's like looks slightly better than the normal person, you're like, totally. he's hot.
2: Oh, totally. But, yeah, because like most people, and I include myself in this, who wander around shopping malls are grotesque. Yeah. You know, we're fucking scum. And then you occasionally, you ever see a hot person at a Westfield? You're like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. Why are you, are you he... shopping at, you should be shopping at the QVB. Uh, you should be shopping at the <laughs> Galleries <in> Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> here at Westfield. They should be in the Balenciaga store
0: with me. Exactly,
2: with <laughs> a fucking Miranda Meanwhile, Westfield. Oh
1: yeah, I'm at Burwood Westfield, day in, day out, walking up and down on the way to keep my mind quiet. That's Doing where I go. Doing fucking
2: jetty hi-fi? Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's called mental health care. Get used to it. Um. Anyway, so one day she asked him what he actually did and he said that he was a builder and he also painted houses and did general handyman kind of stuff. Pretty um, cool. And she said, oh my parents just moved house and we're looking for someone to do some jobs. And he said, let me give you my business card. (gasps) So she took it. And Mm -hmm. anyway, fatefully, it turns out that day he left his bank card at the till and then she remembered, she was like, oh, he left his card here. What are we going to do? And then she was like, oh, I have, his, I have his phone number on his business card. How convenient. So she sent him a text to say like, hey, I've got your bank card. Um, I'll hold on to it for you to come in tomorrow. And then oh. he responded like a bit flirty. <gasps> oh.
2: um,
1: yeah. And so she says like, I can imagine what he said. She, he responded in a flirty way, basically saying he wanted to take it out of my pocket for me.
2: Like, oh, oh, This story turned sour. I don't like this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's gross. Like, don't get me wrong. At least she's eighteen. Like, it is like of age. It's gross, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, this is as this is as legal. Oh God! This is. <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah. It's good to know that this story this uh, isn't criminal. That's good. To
0: know. <laughs> no, it's not criminal. <laughs> you can all sleep at night. She was eighteen. She okay. Was eighteen. What? Get over uh, it, Hang. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay she says things escalated
1: from there and I found <gasps> out he was twice my age he was 36 and he kept asking her out via text and when he would come to boost juice <laughs> <gasps> which was every day remember okay Fuck. oh my god she kept brushing him off because she really liked this other guy who was her own age of course good Much more um, but then One afternoon, this other guy she liked ended up telling her that she just wanted to be friends and she was, like, really upset and she went on, like, a self-destructive rampage. Mm. So she called the older guy, (gasps) hot trainee dad, and asked him to hang out. And then he invited her over to his house, in brackets, sounds safe, and she went because she was young and dumb. And then this is a really funny detail that she says that that made me laugh. Um, He made me grilled salmon on the barbecue.
0: (laughs) Is that Ben Caution? (laughs) (laughs) How old's Ben? (laughs) Ben. <laughs> Wait, ben loves juice. Ben famously loves juice. Ben famously loves salmon and who appears 36 for <laughs> fruit <And laughs> 20- <laughs> smoothies. Like she's like he had a mustache
1: and was wearing a silly hat <laughs> <laughs> and little shorts. Okay, he kept going, talking yeah. about
2: bombing in front of an orthodox Jewish Jewish community. Where he did a gig. He kept telling the story about it. It was <laughs> baffling. <about> <laughs>
1: So he made I'm her grilled salmon. trying to win
2: over the older Jewish men. I don't know what to- <laughs> <laughs> it
1: is. so funny. Like, I can picture him, like, with his barbecue, of course. Like, he's 36. Mm. Like, that's a proper man. Um, mm. And he offered her a glass of wine, and she said, yuck, I don't like wine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, 36-year-old man, do you have any Smirnoff Double Blacks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Literally, she says, because at this point, I subsisted mainly on cruises and vodka lime soda. And it yes, skinny girl drink, and I was like, yes, queen, we know. <laughs> Um, and so I had a glass, so she had a glass of raspberry cordial instead.
2: <laughs> I mean, at the point for, why did he, why did he have cordial at his house? That suggests, yes. mm. that's, that's, that to me is a bit of a red flag. That's frankly. the red yeah. flag.
1: Red mm-hmm. cordial. Also red cordial. Like I have a Bickford's lemon lime cordial, you know? Oh, like well, you're,
2: a, you're a classy woman, please. I'm that's classy. Right. I'm you're grown not, up. You're going to <laughs> try to seduce an 18 year old. That's, Ooh. you know. I'm
1: Cotty's red cordial on hand from I'm trying to <laughs> fuck a teenager or something. Man, this is
2: cooked. This is so cooked.
1: Yeah. And so, like, she says, like, her drinking red cordial, like, should have been a red flag for him, um, but he didn't seem put off. And also she remembers she was wearing cut-off denim shorts, mm. a Ramones T-shirt with holes in it, and Doc Martin's boots because she was being, like, an emo phase at the moment. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, That's, like, what gets me as well, like, whenever you think about, like, really young people hooking up with older people i'm like oh what was they fucking wearing when i was 18 because yeah mm. it was like supra shorts oh and then she asked him why he was interested in her because she was so young and he said he likes women of all ages Oh, <gasps> that's Which the biggest gross. red flag oh do, would you fucking 80 old woman sir <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't discriminate and so then she just says they kissed a bit um, but she was a bit grossed out by it, and then he offered to give her a massage, oh, and oh. Um, she said okay. And he took his shirt off, and he had a huge tattoo of a dragon on his back, and he gave her a really awkward massage, but didn't try anything else. Um, but oh. she doesn't know why he took his shirt off to give her a massage. But anyway, um, and then Shuffle later on the t- in the obviously, Ugh. obviously, yeah, <laughs> the dragon oh. get the dragon out. Oh. <laughs> Later on, he dropped her home in his ute that he used for work and she had to ask him to drop her up the street so her parents wouldn't see his car. And he wanted to see her again, but she said that she wasn't interested. And so, get this, he asked her for the phone number of another girl who worked at (gasps) Boost Juice.
0: Okay, he did oh. that on purpose. He did oh. that on purpose. That is to make her feel bad, right? That's anyway. crazy. Oh,
2: and- I just assumed it was because he was a fucking creep and he was yeah. into <laughs> any young women. But that was <laughs> my, that was what I thought it was.
1: Yeah, oh, I think yeah. he's just like a horny dragon tattooed man. But then the other girl from Boost, like she was like not into it, him at all. And then they all like iced him when he came to the store. From yes! Then
2: on. yes. And yes. he eventually
1: yes. stopped
0: coming to Boost Juice.
2: Great. What? I'm glad that story had a had a had a, as happy an ending yeah. as it could have.
0: That was a perfect <laughs> perfect ending. That's like a Disney movie ending to a really <sighs> horrific story. Yeah, I just thought it had
1: so much color in it. You know, grilled salmon on the barbecue it- and the boost juice is the backdrop of this thing, and Damn. the girls coming together in the end and stopping him. And so that now he has to go to Top Juice or it something. It was
0: really really visceral. Can I say this whole story? Mm. Here's my question to you. I put the context for me as the boost juice at burwood westfield did you guys picture a a boost juice establishment in your head lauren you're nodding did you have one I think we all, when something like this happens, it's probably a
1: psychological phenomenon. You nice. go home, and so I was yeah. the Hornsby Boost Westfield. Yeah, yeah.
2: I was the Broadway Shopping Center Boost. Yes. Boost.
0: <laughs> interesting. Interesting. That's amazing, and it um, could have been any of these.
2: Yeah. Right. But this, this person, just, just, just for my own um, yeah. brain, yeah. this person has emailed that story in knowing that this is like a comedy podcast where yep. there's sort of a, a lighter take on things and they're, yep. they're, they're not sort of like reaching out for like, a, no. as though this was a horrible traumatic experience that, because no. I feel, okay, because I, okay, good.
0: good. They no, they yeah. know they know what they're in for. They don't good. think this is headspace. They're <laughs> yeah, like yeah, ready. They're like, come on, girlies, you're not going to believe what I did. Oh, <laughs> sure. yeah. Okay, good. Girlies, good, good. Yeah. it's
1: sick in the headspace is what's going on here and it's, it is government funded, technically. Um, sure, yeah, <laughs> through I mean, Job is, Seeker. This, but- is,
2: this is basically the same as getting a Screen Australia grant, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We tell your stories. Um, no, I think like it is definitely a yucky situation, but thankfully she was okay through it all, yeah. and um, and I think it they she got. Her revenge in the end, which was mm. no more boost for you, no more soup for you. No boost for you. Okay, so how about we we finish up today? We've got still got a few more minutes, here and we have like a little game on the podcast that you might not be familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't do it all the time, so bit of a treat. Um, for, for everyone. wow. Okay. <laughs> um, why don't we play some fuck
0: watch? Conchetta, why do you yeah. explain explain the game? It's well, fuck watch. well, well, Mr. Hing. We were um talking earlier about fuck Mary Kill, right? Great classic uh-huh. game. But what big natural talents have done has put a real spin on it. Okay. This was okay. developed. This was developed when Lauren and I were gigging in the gold Coast, casino. So, you know, all shit mm. flies up there. We all make it happen. Mm-hmm. New Developed in the lab. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Tried and tested. So what this game is is instead of three options you have two options, and the two options you have is you have to fuck one of the options, and the other has to watch.
2: Oh, now, okay. Okay. Is this
0: a question of who do you want to fuck more? Maybe, mm-hmm. but it is more so you should be making sure you are taking into consideration the vibe of the person watching. Yeah. What are okay. they doing? What are they saying? What are they bringing to it? You need to sort of justify. It, okay,
2: okay, 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 okay.
0: So, Lauren, what is our classic that we was the start of this game? We should start ground yeah. roots. And there's also another <laughs> twist. Okay, oh, yeah, there's a <laughs> double twist
1: to this. is uh-huh. another twist because we can play this game with anyone in the world, um, whether that be famous people or, or whatever, um, or people we know, or um, <laughs> off off mic. A lot of comedians. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also the game can also kind of step into some (laughs) kind of uh, unusual territory. And that is where I'll ask you our first kind of (laughs) fuck watch, which is our classic go-to, which Uh will be revealed what is the twist here. And that is fuck or bot or have watch, a spider and a snake. (laughs)
2: Ooh, spider v. snake. Mm -hmm. So I have to fuck one, the other one has to watch.
1: Yeah. And the one watching, like, it might be commentating, it might be, it will be doing whatever it is in its nature to do.
2: All right, well, I'm fucking the snake, obviously. Obviously, I'm fucking the snake. What, are you crazy? I'm going to fuck a (laughs) spider?
1: Be crazy. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And also a typical answer, I think, for a lot of the men we've asked. Well, I'm not they... gonna
2: fuck the spider most mostly because I know that <laughs> most spiders I think kill and eat the people they fuck, right? That's classic oh, spider behavior. Do they? That's yeah. I
0: think it's like the women or all... yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like,
2: like literally yeah. the black widow spider does yeah. that, right?
0: Yeah. She yeah kills and sexy, eats though. the person she fucks.
2: So I'm not well, again, for you sexy? potentially because you, you identify as being the woman. So in that situation, you'd be fucking yeah. as as a heterosexual woman you be fucking a male spider so he would expect you to eat him I mean, so just, eat yeah, spider. What, you've signed up for that if you're fucking the spider or the snake watches you know but
0: the, but the guy's going out doing what he loves being <laughs> fucked
2: being fucked and eaten <laughs> and um, eaten uh, yes yeah, so i'll fuck the snake actually i'll fuck the snake and i'll have the spider watch um spider great to watch obviously got all those eyes really good at watching.
1: <laughs> got a great view every angle take it in
2: 360 degrees let's go <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you can pick. Do you do you picture the spider kind of just up in the corner, not involved, or because my concern, okay, Lord, about is the, the spider be the snake, to be
2: off or something.
1: No, but it could just be walking around. It could be
2: cr- could be crawling on
1: because <laughs> I'd be scared if I was fucking the snake, but I knew that there was like a great big spider in the room. Like I'd be mm. on edge. I wouldn't be able to fully relax, you know, and enjoy. I'm, the gonna, sex. Be, I'm
2: gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest, um, Lauren. There is no situation in which I'm fully relaxed <laughs> with <while> fucking <laughs> a snake.
0: Not. A- Unless there's a big blue top that's like spinning in the room. Yeah, exactly, yeah. There's a
2: calming blue top for me to for me to spin, and then I had to try and achieve orgasm by the by the time the top finished spinning. Yeah. Of course, then we we're just in a race against time situation. We we're all having fun, but in lieu of a <laughs> blue spinning top, I don't know that we could do it.
1: Unless you had your spinning top, a weighted blanket, yeah, um, some yeah, other kind I mean, of. I mean, I have.
2: Um, it's fun. You know how like some comedians they have like a um, a rider for when they do it gig like they're like hey i I need a bottle of scotch backstage or i need whatever some sandwiches a fruit platter etc i have a rider for having sex and it is a weighted (laughs) blanket a blue spinning top and a fidget spinner and i will not perform without all those i'm
1: gonna need this you go into it's like a christian gray 50 shade situation you like step into my dungeon you, they walk in and it's just like a whole wall of those little popping bu- bubble in
0: and out those add tools for kids spinning so tops fuck Wait, Lauren, can I? Can we both give, say, an animal like, mm-hmm. without talking to each other? And then that's his next fucked watch?
2: Okay. okay. Okay, wait, let okay.
0: me think of an animal. Think of an animal because I've got mine. I also want to say while we're thinking of an animal
1: that yeah. um, when Big Natural Talents does live shows, our yeah. rider backstage will be a spider and a snake. So. <laughs> 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 and they're like, what are you going to do with him? And I'm like, well, if you'd ever listened to the show, you'd know exactly. Yeah, if
2: you're a True Fan, you'd know. <laughs> We're fucking one yeah. of these, no one's and watching. We,
0: and also we need a do not disturb thing on the door <laughs> <laughs> as the writer. Um, okay, hey, you got one? did you
2: go on Big Natural Talents? Yeah. How was it? Um, it was pretty cool until about 45 minutes in when they made me say whether I'd fuck a spider or a snake. And then the rest of the podcast was just sort of bestiality gear. It was not... Yeah, yeah. I, don't
1: know. <laughs> I don't really know what the genre is. They say it's gossip, but it was kind of fucked up. <laughs> okay, I
0: have an animal. You say your animal first. Yeah. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. And this will be it. We'll leave you on this to think mm-hmm. about. Um, a moose mm-hmm. or a capybara?
2: Now, a capybara is sort of like a, it's kind of a long gerbily kind of thing, right? <laughs> I
0: didn't even know what that is. I, kind of, I think it's, furious. it's, it's sort of a South American capybara.
2: thing, I think.
1: A it's, a gi- it's the world's largest rodent. Oh, yeah, right, my okay. God. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. So now, do I want to fuck a moose or a capybara? Gosh, that's difficult. Do I want to be watched by a moose mm. or a capybara? I've got um, my answer. Okay. First oh. of all, they're both mammals, so that's that's good to know. It's yeah. good to think about. <laughs> I feel like I'd have to do – in a world where I am um, interested in fucking animals – uh, this is less difficult. It's less difficult for me to inhabit this character than it was the character, the guy who wanted to fuck a snake or a spider. Yeah. At least um, these ones
1: have tits, you know? That's kind of... <laughs> yeah. And I'm a tit guy, obviously. <laughs> oh. I'm a tit man, you know? And yes, they're mammals, and so it's kind of a stipulation for me.
2: Yeah, dude. That's why, that's why I keep fucking all these cows. Fucking love them cow titties. <laughs> uh, I think I would... When I think of a moose, it mm. the moose that pops into mind is the moose with the antlers, and that is a yeah. male moose. Yeah. And part my my thought was like, oh, well, I don't want to fuck a male moose because, like, I'm not gay or whatever. But then I'm like, Hing, <laughs> you're fucking a moose like that. No, no one's gonna be like,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that transcends. <laughs> yeah. If sexuality. someone hears, if someone hears that Hing fucked a moose instead yeah. of ask, instead of being freaked out as an animal, they're like, wait, is is it yeah. a guy or a girl moose? <laughs> like, like, I, I he he like,
2: at this point, gender should be the least of my concerns at all. Like, how fucking um, toxic masculine is it for me to be like, oh, yeah. wait, the moose is a chick, right? Like, oh, yuck. <laughs> fuck off, man. Okay, I think I would fuck the moose then. It's, it's yeah. probably more size appropriate. The um, yeah. capybara, I'd feel weird fucking something that I could hold in my hand. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. that'd Double be strange.
1: A, Oh, they're quite big, holding your arms, maybe like a wombat. Yeah, a think- bit bigger than a wombat.
2: Sometimes. Oh, they're bigger than a wombat. Okay, when and moose as well.
1: <laughs> moose is just- also way bigger than you think. Can I are just they? say that,
0: like, I, th- I just looked up a capybara for the first time in my life, and I am more drawn to fucking the moose because I picture it as, like, a big burly man, but the idea of the capybara watching is so oh. unnerving. It's, like, eyes. It's mm. low Actually, to the ground.
2: Fuck, mooses are so fucking big. They're like, a, they're like a car. It's like a fucking car.
1: Oh, yeah, so, like, their height from hoof to shoulder could be right. from 5 to 6.5 feet. No, Damn. So, the moose is bigger than you, oh, but that's why God. I think like the moose I feel like has like a very powerful sexual energy. And yeah, it yes, does it is about the antlers, and the capybara would kind of be like a little creep, a little like Paul Giamatti yeah. figure creeping in the corner <laughs> with its little face. Yeah, but maybe that's all right, you know.
2: I, I would, think the I think the capybara would excel at watching me fuck. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think the capybara like feels like it'd be really into watching me get it on. Absolutely, Not me yeah. specifically, but, you know, watching yeah. you fuck uh, the moose. I think I think of the moose as being more like um, no nonsense, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and They're so like, I- I no, imagine- no, no, are you in? Are you in or are you out? I could imagine the moose <laughs> Is this watching.
2: On? Yeah, I can imagine the moose watching just being like, Ugh, how droll.
0: Like, yeah. I can- the moose is the guy going to boost juice every day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the moose is like, Hey, are you guys gonna be done soon? The seven's almost done, all right guys? We're gonna be serving up and playing it up now.
1: Yeah. Be like, hey, like if you don't wanna fuck me, like, does your coworker want to? Like, let's go. come on. What are we here for? Let's do it. I'm not here to beat around in the bush. I don't I don't play games. Mooses don't play games. No.
2: Hey, oh um, yep. Conchetta and Lauren, I know we're yeah. just wrapping up the podcast, but can I tell yes. you some very quick gossip that yes. I actually, I've totally forgotten about?
0: Some finale gossip. Let's yeah, this go. This finale
2: gossip. You'll, I think you'll genuinely really enjoy this. So, this is... When you initially told me I should think of some gossip, this is what I thought of, but I forgot about it until just at this moment. <gasps> okay. Yes. When I was at university, I lived in a share house um, in, the, in the middle of... Like, right near the uni, and there was a lot of other share houses around us, right? And... Uh, the house, both our house and the house next door, um, backed onto a courtyard uh, that, we, that, that had a wall through the middle of it. But basically, the the, 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 the the reason I'm telling you this is that our the backs of our houses faced each other, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could see into each other's windows and stuff. Yep. And also, neither house had very thick windows. They're both very old, so you could just hear shit that was going on in the courtyards, in the houses. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one one of my housemates played a lot of piano and you could be heard in the other house. They would sometimes sing along to him playing piano. If that makes sense, like like mm-hmm. a really paper thin walls kind of situation. Wow,
1: community spirit.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. One of the na- I don't know this person. I've never spoken to them, but she was she lived next door, and just you know, cool regular uni student type. She had this boyfriend um, who would come over, and they would just ah. have the loudest sex <laughs> that anyone. Has ever had And It's kind of rare Because it happens in movies But mm. she would call out his name
0: Which <gasps> Whoa, yeah. People
2: like. It happens a lot in movies I don't know if it's a cultural thing But I, 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 It's not something I've really Yeah ex- Maybe this is me Maybe this is me Like coming clean It's like a fucking <laughs> terrible lay But certainly Like, people aren't screaming out names during sex, in in, in my experience. What was his
1: name? Can you you moan it for us?
2: Uh, His uh, his name was Gavin, and (laughs) she would just fucking, she would just be like, Gavin, Gavin, like, just fucking (gasps) hell loud, right? Wow. And we'd always joke about, like, fuck, Gavin must be pretty good at fucking, you know, (laughs) and it was just never, like, in a... Never met them, just kind of knew them because they were our neighbors. Like, yeah, you know, uh, just whatever. One day, <laughs> we heard her yelling out the name Mark. <gasps> <gasps> right, like Mark, 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 and then two weeks, or maybe like maybe a week or two late later, Gavin was back. No, <laughs> and <laughs> brutal. <laughs> And I don't, again, I don't know their situation. I don't know if they had a poly thing, an open thing. I don't know if they were on a break for two weeks. I don't know if she cheated. I have no idea. Like, I don't know what the story was. We never found out. But as a, a, as like an experience at university, when I was living in the share house, it like remains, it's like one of the most like gossip like it's 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 yeah it's the most it's the juiciest thing that's ever happened in my life
0: wow that would stay with you and travel with you forever that memory what happened to gavin oh he came back what happened to mark (laughs) Uh, who are these guys do they know each other what's going on
2: i I imagine you know in uh you know in sometimes in in television shows they'll be like There'll be a, a threatening ex boy, not a th- not a not a threatening in a bad way, but like a sexually, um, like an alpha boyfriend will co- ex boyfriend will come back into the picture, and they mm-hmm. will be like, where was he? And he's like, oh, I was working as a, like a war journalist or something i was working as a photographer in, yeah, in the wild or whatever job. so i'm like you know and then the, the the guy the main character guy has to feel threatened by that and stuff you know i imagine that gavin was just like the regular guy you know he had a part-time job at the cinema or whatever and then mark was this like hunk who flew back into her life and he'd been like wow. you know i don't know training triathlons or some shit yeah. in the last you know and yeah anyway that was that That's- was out there isn't That's that some huge. fun gossip?
0: That's so fun, and I hope one day the listenership of this gets so big that one of them, the three of them, hear oh, this sure. and they fill us in. They, they trace fill us it in. Back. Well, like, I'm yeah. I'm Mark. You know, if you
2: lived in Chippendale in the late two thousands, <laughs> <only.
0: laughs> If you or anyone you know, anyone you know, talked to, if any, if any of oh our
1: galley's listening have a um a, f- a fuck list pattern that reads Gavin, Mark, Gavin. Right in. <laughs> okay, because this could be you. It could have been
0: two different cabins. Doesn't matter.
2: Mm. It could, actually, matter. it could have been. Fuck, I didn't even think about that. It definitely could have been two different Gavins. There Surely would be a not. lot of
0: Gavins at uni at that time, <laughs> I reckon. Gavin. Jesus, Hing, this was so much fun. You really brought it with the gossip. Oh, um, well, thank to you the for the last having me on the podcast. Second, thank you for being on with us. Listen, you have a little thing. I did. Uh, yeah, I wanted got to tell some everyone about a to thing. To tell yes. everyone uh, go off.
2: So, I have a new job. Um, I'm still on radio, but I've got a second job. Uh, I uh, I'm starting a new TV show. I'm hosting a new TV show that's coming to SBS. It's called Letters and Celebrity Letters and Numbers. Um it's like a puzzle game show. I'm very sexy, very cool. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've shot a couple of seasons of it. It's like a bunch of real fun comedians are, are just playing some stupid puzzle games. Um, Chet, you feature in it a couple of, in a couple of eps, which is really Hell great. Yeah, um, go
0: watch it. Yeah, All the um,
2: Lauren, you did that workshop for it, and the yeah. producers. I don't know what happened. Look, hey, it's it fine. Me. <laughs>
1: it's you know you you shoot your shot and you turn up and you do what you can do, and um, there's just actually, only so many shoes to fill. And
2: um, fuck, actually. Uh, it's funny because uh, to promote the the show, I did um, Taunton Cashman's podcast yeah. um, last uh, last week or the week before. I can't remember, and mm. um, in it, uh, Cashman came on the show, but Taunts didn't, so there is similar vibe. I think that was our rule. <laughs> our rule was we could only have one person per podcast. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, me um, and Taunton are kind of doing our own thing now. Um, yeah, yes, yeah. like letters and numbers, but there's, like, no maths, no fucking words and shit. How, does it, how does it
2: feel to be the Taunton of the podcast as opposed to the Cashman? Like, it
1: feels great, actually.
0: I'll take that. Beauty And, Chet, the how brains. do you feel about being the
2: Cashman of the podcast?
0: I feel... <laughs> Empowered, I feel (laughs) like a girl boss. (laughs) Well, Um, I'm gonna go anyway. 8 30 Saturdays (laughs)
2: on SBS, uh, starting October the 2nd. Um, yeah, and it's, 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 uh, give it a watch. Um, but obviously, no one listening to this podcast will own a television or watch terrestrial television. (laughs) So just find it on SBS on Demand or, um, or find me, uh, on Instagram at Hangers and, um, you'll see clips there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We adore you and your work. And it was such a fun show to be on. Um my condolences, Lauren. Um but you know, for a future season, maybe we team up, we bring yeah. Fuck Watch to Pay. the numbers
1: 100%, 100%. game. Absolutely. <laughs> um Fuckwatch is yeah, that'll be next uh century on yeah, SBS. Again, if, you,
2: if anyone's listening out there and you're like, Hey, we're looking for a project to work on with them and obviously they've got that scripted pilot, but like we're not doing yes. it the right now. The unscripted no. show that they could be pitching is fuckwatch. So you Fuck honestly Watch. hit them up. It's uh, it could be you know,
1: so it. low budget. We'll shoot it on the street. We'll We'll do just it, will just be vox pops. Actually, hang. <laughs> if you want us to do that as vox pops for your triple J program as well, yeah, let you, us know.
2: You We're want me to available. do a show called Fuck Watch, yeah, on mm. national radio. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it
1: will cause problems, especially okay. if we only stick to um, animals and bestiality.
2: Okay, than yeah, no, it's just that our show, our show goes yeah. to air while people are picking up kids from school, just so yeah, you know. well, you know, no, we could workshop yeah.
0: it, we could call it Bang. Peep or something. We could just mm-hmm. say make it more PG or whatever. Yeah, sure. A bit okay. Toy. Well.
2: Um. <laughs> um. Anyway, guys, it's been great for yeah, the podcast. It's been great.
0: Let's wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Enough, enough business. Let's bring it back to pleasure. Thanks, um, thanks. so much for listening. Yeah, Follow us on
1: Instagram, Big Natural Talents, and if you have any gossip to send us, please send it to us. DM it or Curious Cat is totally anonymous. Um. And also subscribe to our Patreon for bonus <laughs> content. Thank you yes. so much. Bye.